Good evening, and welcome to another episode of Effort. I'm doing a podcast. I'm Curtis Harris. This is episode 13, and it's a movie episode. I'm going to discuss one of my favorite sci-fi horror movies that's not Alien, that's not Overlord, that's not Deep Rising. I'm going with John Carpenter's The Thing. Now, I'm not going to go into history detail and give you behind the scenes about this and that. I'm just going to give you my opinion, my hot take, if you will. Because F it, I'm doing a podcast. The first time I saw John Carpenter's The Thing was at the drive-in. Back in the day, for you kids out there, we had this big screen that stood outside and everyone went to it. It would usually be located outside of town. In my hometown, that's how it was. And you would go to the drive-in. You could see all kinds of different movies at the drive-in. With my parents, they would load up their car with snacks and drinks and whatnot. We would either hide in the back or we would hide in the back of the truck because it was the 70s, y'all. And we get to go watch the movie. We've seen everything from Car Wash to Cooley High. Uh, I once saw a horror film. I once watched Empire of the Ants. That'll be another story I'm going to talk about because I love that movie. And a couple of monster films. But John Carpenter's The Thing stood out for me because it was... It was one of my favorites. I've never seen anything like it. I remember the brief commercial trailer for it. I remember being curious about it, wanting to see it, because I was a Disney kid. And Kirk Russell, back in the day, Kirk was the Disney kid. He was a go-to guy. Before him was Dean Jones. And then Dean Jones kind of, you know, slipped off and they had to find a new guy to be that guy. And it was Kurt. And Kurt did a lot of very Bobby Bobby Sock kind of shows. The kid that wore t- tennis shoes. Or I think there was one where he had uh, super strength. You know, World's Strongest Man. And they're on Disney Plus, so please check them out. They're cheesy, but they're funny too. And guys on there smoking like chimneys. But I didn't expect what I was going to see. I thought I didn't know anything going in, to be honest. I just knew it was a monster film, and my mom loved monster films, and I love monster films too. So we were going to see this monster film. We had no idea what we were getting into. And I won't go into the details of what all happened in it, but the plot is simple. Alien arrives on Earth at some point in the past thousands of years. Some scientists fucking around in the Arctic open up a crater, find a ship, go investigate. They ended up sending back the alien because he mimicked 
himself as being one of them. And then some shit happens. And this not before the movie starts. And then apparently he gets into a dog. And this dog is running away. And the people in the helicopter are chasing it. And they get down there. And the gang ray dude and the and they the dog makes his way to a station with a bunch of uh I want to say they're like not researchers I think they were just kind of old guy not old guys either but they're just kind of just checking things out they weren't researchers or scientists at all and they get there and the dog gets to the their their outpost and they're all like what the hell is going on what's with the helicopter and they see the dog in danger one of the men. He's a huge animal lover. He's got a bunch of dogs himself. And he gets his gun out. Ends up shooting the Russian dude. And next thing you know. The dog. They take the dog in. Not knowing that. They were trying to save their lives. Needless to say. It turns into a case of. You don't know who's who. Because things happen involving the dog. And it. Just implodes from there. To the point that. One by one, they're being taken out because they're mimic. The thing is mimicking them. It's becoming them, and it's hard to notice who they are. It's hard to trust anyone, and it wears them down. Nothing, nothing tires a person out than Kirk, Kirk Russell put on a huge performance in this movie film. Keith David did too, and several other actors that were in this movie. Wilford Brimley is in this movie, and that he looks as old as he does now or did now rest in peace and the thing about it is this thing was dividing them they were already tense with long hours and the fact that they hadn't been able to come home and it looked like they were going to and this shit happens so they were all pissed off and it wears them down and this thing wore them down and there's a lot of who's who, you don't know who the thing is, and a lot of mistrust, and it's honestly a film that's very relevant today because they were dealing with a virus. Technically, that was in their camp, and you couldn't trust anybody, and you had to use precaution, and maybe not everybody's gonna use precaution, and so this thing was fucking them up left and right. Great practical effects, amazing gore a badass soundtrack because John Carpenter no one in the 80s could fucking touch him his soundtracks oh my god so good it set the mood just right you could sit back as a playlist and just kick back and chill or just drink it's it's a, it's a great uh, such a great soundtrack I love his work but Kirk Russell was amazing in this film and I was just my eyes were just oh my god this is insane I'm not scared I'm just mystified by all the practical effects and this it looks so real and the spider thing oh my god the head turns into a spider amazing stuff amazing stuff and Kirk Russell had some great lines in this like when the thing manifests into its final form he's looking at it going well yeah fuck you too and then throws a dynamite at him I mean it's it's great stuff it's, it's great stuff 
But John Carpenter's The Thing is without a doubt one of my favorite sci-fi films. I love Alien, but I always bounce back between that one and John Carpenter's The Thing. They're two sci-fi films that are a must. If you're not a horror fan, if you have not seen John Carpenter's The Thing, you can. If you haven't seen any of Carpenter's work, you can't call yourself a horror fan. I'm sorry, that's just the way it works. You have to watch some John Carpenter. Oh, but I've seen no. You have to watch some John Carpenter. John Carpenter's shit was flawless. I, with no doubt. And the experience having it at the drive-in was an epic moment. I wish my children could enjoy the drive-in because we don't have a lot of them anymore. And it's all about theaters. Well, now it's all about theaters. Now the pandemic has subsided somewhat. And people are going back to movie theaters again. But they don't know that experience. You know, it's... And there's something about the drive-in that was really cool. Maybe one day I'll get to check out a drive-in and bring the kids and have an old-school watch-along of something. But for real, I love the drive-in. The drive-in should continue on. I think this pandemic had a chance to really... There was a huge opportunity to bring the drive-in back full force. And I don't know why no one thought about, hey, let's put a drive-in down here near Galveston. Hint, hint, Galveston. Or, hint, hint, Houston. Get a fucking drive-in down here where people can really enjoy some movie the- movie experience and don't have to necessarily go into a theater closed off with everyone who may or may not be vaccinated, but that's all I'm saying on it. But like I said, John Carpenter's Thing is an amazing film. And if you get a chance... Please watch. Check it out. Let me know what you thought about it. I love it. And that's all that matters. But for real, I like to know what you guys think about it, especially if you never watched it before, which, why are you not watching it? But seriously, check it out. This has been Effort. I'm doing a podcast, episode 13. And we will talk again shortly, y'all.